Graphic Audio fans. This is production manager Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. My pick this week is a title that just debuted in Graphic Audio last week, and it's the first book of a new fantasy adventure series. Ari Marmel's Wittershins Number 1, Thieves' Covenant. This story introduces us to a 17-year-old teenager named Wittershins. You find out very quickly that Wittershins is no ordinary teenager. Wittershins has lived an extraordinary life up to the point that we meet her in this book. Her real name is Adrienne Shati. When Adrienne was nine, she became an orphan and lived on the mean streets of Davion. By the time she was 13, she began to hang with her boyfriend's group of thieves, and they planned to rob an aristocrat who turned out to be the same aristocrat that saved Adrienne from a previous robbery attempt two years back. She foils the robbery attempt after discovering who the aristocrat was. Foiling the attempt does have its consequences, as Adrian's boyfriend is killed. The aristocrat, named Alexandra Delacroix, adopts Adrian, and she becomes a wealthy aristocrat in her own right. This new status allows her to join a cult known as the Cult of Ogun, a god who is not recognized as one of the 147 gods of the Halopaka Davion. That fact should be enough to let you know that trouble is on the horizon. Sure enough, on the night of Adrian's initiation, a demon massacres the entire cult, and Adrian is now the lone survivor. However, due to Adrian being the lone wolf now, the god of Ogun resides in her head. After escaping the scene, she leaves Delacroix to spare him of the scandal, and begins living the life of a street thief and changing her name to Wittershins. Wittershins becomes pretty good at being a thief and becomes a member of a society of thieves known as the Finders Guild. She is not well liked in the guild and eventually goes on the run from them after failing to pay tributes to the guild. She is also being watched by the city guard after being arrested many times for her petty crimes. With the news of the archbishop coming to Davion, Adrian plans to attempt a robbery of him. On the night she decides to do it, Adrian finds out that a mysterious figure named the Apostle sends men to take out the Archbishop. Wittershins escapes after being discovered and plans to get to the bottom of this by stopping a hit on the Archbishop and somehow avoiding capture by both the City Guard and the Finders Guild. Can Wittershins, with the help of the god Ogun, push through with her plan? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. If you love action, fantasy, and humor, Thieves' Covenant is a title you can't afford not to have. Ari Marmel, author of the Mick Oberon series that we also produce in Graphic Audio, introduces us to a world with characters that you will deeply invest in and action that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Director Nanette Savard, who is no stranger to assembling exciting fantasy action-adventure, takes on the task of creating this new world with the help of sound designer John Glennon. The Graphic Audio bullpen of acting helps out in bringing the production together with stellar acting from Alyssa Wilmoth, Eric Messner, Thomas Keegan, Yasmin Twazon, Nick DePinto, and Christopher Graybill. I think that we have a winner with this title and series, and once you listen to it, I'm sure that you guys in the Graphic Audio universe will agree. So go get your copy today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Ari Marmel's Wittershins Adventures Number 1, Thieves' Covenant. The private rooms of the flippant witch were plain, simple. Six chairs and a single table in each and nothing more. Nonchalant, or at least trying hard to appear that way, Wittershins confronted the trio who'd shepherded her in here. 
With his short-cropped dark hair and rock-solid jawline, Brock might even have been deemed handsome if someone of a far gentler persuasion had resided behind his face. With him was a scar-faced man with a scraggly blonde beard and matching yellow teeth, and a smaller, rat-faced fellow with pockmarked skin. A jaunty smile fixed on her face as though glued to her jaw, Widdershins hopped up to sit on the table, her legs crossed demurely and dangling over the edge. Brock! I'm so pleased you remember me, Widdershins. What? No, actually I didn't. I just have a habit of cursing in high chicken when I'm startled. Brock! See? Like that. Oh, you're funny. I am? Really? I'm so glad you told me. Based on your expression, I'd never have guessed that... that, um... The glowering twist to Brock's visage shifted even farther down the spectrum from unamused toward homicidal. Okay, just maybe Brock baiting is not the healthiest pastime to engage in right now. Though a member in good standing of the Davion Finders Guild, Brock wasn't actually a thief. He was, rather, one of the guild's negotiators, or in more mundane terms, a leg breaker. He was no less a blunt object than the weapon he favored. Widdershin's eyes, of their own accord, flickered to the enormous hammer at his side. Wish now I hadn't sat on the table. Little room to retreat. Gee, Brock, I, uh, I didn't know you were a blacksmith. What, uh, what were you planning to forge with that? <laughs> you know, when they talk about members of the Finders Guild forging things, that's not really what they mean. <laughs> See, most people in our line of work prefer pen and ink. It's uh, really a lot more. Shut the hell up. She leaned back even farther as Brock loomed nearer, until it seemed that she might wind up lying flat on her back in order to meet his gaze. He finally stopped, however, no more than a foot away. You annoy me. That's never a wise idea. It's a habit. What do you want from me? What do I usually want from people, Widdershins? What they owe the guild, and you, girl, are a little behind. <laughs> I'll say... <laughs> behind. <laughs> Lisette, again. It has to be. Nobody else would ride me yet about a job I just completed yesterday. Maybe he means other, older jobs, but I've never held back on those. Well, not much. I mean, everyone holds out on a little. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course, this is all a big mistake. Well, yes, it is. Brock's hand settled on the heavy mallet. And besides, if you kill me, the guild never gets what I supposedly owe them. They'd be unhappy with you for that, yes? I'm not supposed to kill you. I'm not even supposed to break any bones. I'm just supposed to make sure that you remember our conversation. Brock's breath was a caustic cloud mere inches from her face as his hammer slid loose. I think you'll remember. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Never forget a word of it. You've set me straight, Brock. No sense in wasting any more time on me. Brock hefted the mallet. This will go easier if you don't fight. Probably. She slammed her shins with crushing force up between Brock's legs. But easy is boring. Wouldn't you agree, boys? Widdershins rolled backward, rising to her feet in the center of the table. She waited, watching, as the thugs fanned out to flank the table. Olgun, watch my back. The scar-faced man lunged across the table's edge, attempting to cut Widdershins' ankles out from under her. The sensible move is to step backward. 
which of course would have put her in line for a similar attack from the man's companion. Behind you! She indeed stepped backward, but instantly kicked out behind her. The bearded man with the scar hurled himself up onto the table, rising in a knife fighter's crouch. Widdershin stooped slightly herself, and the two circled warily, neither looking away, neither daring to blink. Gods, but you're a nitwit. Impudent bitch! Why are you smirking at me? He stepped clean off the table to land seat first on the unforgiving floor. Wittershins delivered a sharp, swift kick to the man's temple. Well, I think you boys have accomplished your mission here. I guarantee you this is an evening I'll remember for a very long... Brock surged abruptly to his feet and raised his hammer. It slammed down on the table. The entire surface tilted sharply, and Wittershins was on her back and sliding. She found herself fetched up in a twisted heap at Brock's feet, rapier lying uselessly just beyond her grasp. A sick feeling roiling inside her gut, as though she'd swallowed a live and very frisky eel, Wittershins pushed the hair from her face, blinked the dust from her eyes, and peered up with a wan smile. Brock? <laughs> You're a reasonable man, yes? I, I, I know we can come to some sort of uh, understanding if, um... <sighs> Brock? Brock? Your orders! You're not supposed to kill me, remember? <laughs> Brock raised his hammer high. Apparently not! Wittershins kicked him in the groin again. For interminable seconds, the tableau held, the massive enforcer standing above her, immobile as the earth itself, hammer still raised, Wittershins, foot still buried someplace unpleasant, equally motionless. His eyes actually crossed, his grip went slack, and his hammer started to fall from his nerveless fingers. Battered and dust-caked, Wittershins bent to retrieve her rapier. Genevieve will have a fit when she sees the mess you've made of her furniture. If you enjoyed listening to the clip of Wittershins Adventures number one, Thieves Covenant, you can purchase the title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. You can also grab it in audio CD format. And you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.